Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the Equipped for Change edition. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And on today's episode, I want to talk a bit about the lessons of change. And I have, if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you have heard me talking about change as a marathon, not a sprint, of uh, different strategies that you need to employ in order to increase uh, leadership and engagement and learning and how you need to be able to be mindful of the shift of transformation and how to deal with toxic situations and people and so on and so forth. But with all of the talk of navigating change, with all of the talk of managing change, with all of the talk of being able to pivot and to uh, rebound from change. Most people don't talk about, nor do they think about the lessons of change. And I wanna focus specifically on four areas today when we talk about the lessons of change. People, relationships, perspective or perception, and you. And so I think we need to start by laying a foundation where we have to understand that change and shifts that we experience through change provide lessons and opportunities to learn and to grow. They enable you to acquire more information. They create, enable you to create new knowledge. They make you better than you were before because you're encountering a new way of thinking, being, and doing in response to new circumstances and situations that you encounter. When we push back from change, when we hold on to our old models of thinking and our old ways of doing and being, we are saying that we're not open to growing and developing as much as we could based on what we know about change and what we learn through change. So we're able to get a better understanding of and an ability to navigate the world and relationships and situations and circumstances by looking at the lessons that are learned that we're learning through change. If you don't look at and understand the lessons, if you don't embrace the ways you can become better, if you look at this as being something that um, you want to get through or get past without really reflecting on the process that you go through and how you can become better, then you've missed the mark. Change for the sake of change is no better than resisting change for the sake of resisting change. You have to really dig deep and look at what are you pulling out from this? How are you learning? How are you becoming better? And so within the process of change and the shift of transformation, we find a a reawakening of foundational truths while shifting and realigning um, our, our ways of thinking and being and doing. So let's talk about the four main areas that we are going to be able to learn from and the lessons that we'll get through change. So people, relationships, perspective, perception, and you. And so let's talk about people first. The old adage is people can't live with, can't with can't live with them can't live without them I can't talk today, but people are just people, and when you understand that they have their own issues, their own personalities, their own thoughts, their own beliefs, their own ways of doing things, and if you really sum up and rec- and, and see your interactions with people as understanding that each encounter 
that you have with a person is a snapshot of a moment in their time. So you can't necessarily use a person's reaction to you or interaction with you, you know, in one time or one snapshot of time as an indicator of who or how they are all the time. Everybody's got their own inner dialogue. Everybody has their own ways of, of thinking. Everybody's fighting their own battles. They're dealing with their own um, circumstances and situations. They're running their own race. And so consistency matters. And I think so often, especially when we think about the ways in which people interact in social media, the ways in which people automatically assume things about someone else based on their appearance or uh, what they say or who they happen to support politically, whatever it is, there are certain things that we're taking for granted. The fact that we're summarizing all of who this person is in one moment, in one interaction. But I want you to understand something. People are just people. People are who they are. And we have to give people the grace to be who they are just as we want the grace to be who we are. We have to be willing to understand truly who people are, what makes them tick, what their background is, what their foundational principles are. Understand fully who they are just as we want to be understood fully for who we are. We can't look at a person based on sexual orientation, based on race, based on gender, based on culture, based on position. We can't look at someone based on a, a whole bunch of external checkboxes or characteristics and say, this is what we know that person to be. So when we're looking at change and we're looking at the process of change and we're dealing with people at all different levels of change and at the process of change, we have to understand that this is getting us closer to understanding who they really are as long as we are open to delving more deeply into different aspects of who they are. I'm a firm believer in people are not necessarily inherently good or bad. People are who they are. And the actions that people take and the ways in which people think are motivated by several factors. They're motivated by fear. They're motivated by their understanding of the world. They're motivated by their past experience. They're motivated by their hopes and their dreams. They're motivated by traumas and triggers that I know nothing about. So I don't brand people as being inherently bad or inherently good. I look at the total sum of who a person is and how they are consistently, how they show up consistently in the world. If you show up consistently in the world as someone who is discriminatory, if you show up consistently in the world as someone who is obstinate and resistant to change, if you show up consistently as someone who is selfish and self-centered, if you show up consistently as someone who speaks down to other people and dismisses other people, if you show up consistently as someone who only cares about the things that you care about and you're not open and empathetic and considerate of other people, then that's my definition of who you are. I don't assume because I don't know. And when we're looking at change and we're looking at the ways in which people show up during change, keep in mind, whatever you have at your core, whoever you are at your core, whatever is your foundation, that will be magnified throughout the process of change. Whenever chaos hits, whenever you have upheaval, Things that create 
high stress, high intensity situations only magnify who you really are. So it's, it's this old adage of if you really want to know what people think, talk to them when they're angry or when they're drunk because their natural inhibitions are, are lowered and who they really are speaks and comes through. So look at consistency within people. And when you're looking at change, look at how people show up consistently through change and when change is not going on. So that brings me to my second point, relationships. Relationships are inherently dynamic because they, just like the process of change, they go through their own shifts. They have different um, seasons within them. And a large part of the way that the relationship is going is based on what's going on with the people in the relationship. So my relationship can be great if I'm great, if I'm healthy, if I am uh, centered and grounded, if I am self-aware. But if I'm having difficulty, if I'm struggling, if I'm stressed, if I'm fearful, if I am dealing with things that are causing me to second guess who I am, if I am dealing with imposter syndrome, however I show up personally is how I show up in the relationship. So when we talk about relationships, it's a dance. It's dependent on how each person is navigating the world. And so this causes us to have to look beyond the surface and really think about how we're interacting with someone or how someone is interacting with us based on what's going on um, with that person as well as the circumstances that that person is dealing with. So when we look at relationships, relationships are going to change. Change that we are going through with circumstances and situations and, and things that are going on outside of ourselves directly impact our relationships because who we are shows a lot it, it it shows in our relationships it shows in our dealings with people it shows in the decisions that we make and so the lessons that we learn through change as it comes to relationships is not just based on well i can't trust that certain type of person or i can't trust you know this certain person in this situation it's based on understanding the totality of how relationships are dynamic and how relationships really may be quite vulnerable in certain areas because of being tested through change. I have friends that I have known for over 20, 30 years since I was in high school. And even though we have grown individually. We have changed individually. We have shifted, you know, circumstances in our lives have caused us to move to different places and we've had different things happen with family and, and you know, we may have kids or we've taken different career paths, but foundationally our relationship has remained solid because our relationship was built on, built on a fundamental understanding and respect for who we are as individuals. And so we all know those people that you've had where you may not talk to them every day. You could not talk to them for weeks or months or even years. And when you pick up, you pick back up exactly where you left off as if nothing has happened because your foundation of your relationship is based on not just the circumstance or the situation, but it's based on fundamentally understanding, respecting, and caring about who you are as people.
And so your business relationships, your personal relationships, your friendships, your family relationships, all of these are going to change. Whether or not you, you embrace the change and use it to, to strengthen these type of relationships or whether you allow the change and the chaos and the upheaval to pull these relationships apart is up to you. So thinking about your relationships and thinking about the lessons that you learned about relationships, you learn about trust, you learn about engagement, you learn about who you are personally in terms of the ways that you wish to interact with people, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert or an introverted extrovert, or if you're someone who loves to be the life of the party or the center of the party, or whether you love meeting new people or whether it's easy for you to fit in or not. All of these things are dynamics. All of these things are, are, are different aspects that we need to consider and we need to learn from because the way that we relate to other people in different situations and different scenarios and through change and through trauma and through chaos and through, and through upheaval, all of that is a huge representation of how we individually deal with change and trauma and upheaval and chaos. You cannot expect something from a relationship that you are not bringing to the relationship. So what are the lessons that you're learning about yourself by the way in which you engage in and participate in relationships? What are the things that you're learning about yourself and the ways in which you need to grow based on the ways that you develop business relationships or work with people in your teams or work with people in, in general? How do you treat people? when you're fearful? How do you treat people when you're stressed? How do you relate and connect to people when you're in new situations? How do you create an environment that is conducive to being inclusive and celebrating the differences that we all share and that we and, and, and understanding that people are who they are and it's not up to us to change them, but it's up to us to decide how we want to engage with them. So when you look at relationships, you have to look at this from the standpoint of who you are and about who the other person is and what can you learn from that. And that brings me to perception and perspective. The way you see things changes as you change. Your, perspe your perspective and your perception is based on your experience. It's based on your knowledge. It's based on what you know. It's based on your emotions and what you feel. It's based on, on what other things have happened in the past that are similar to this. My perspective on something may shift because I talked to someone who has had that experience. I can't tell you how many times when there is a policy issue or a procedural issue or a rule or a law and someone has an adamant stance on, I am against this and I think this is wrong categorically, undeniably, without any exceptions. But then they talk to someone who has had that experience, who's lived through it. Case in point, I have had people who have talked about the fact that they don't believe that systemic racism or discrimination exists and that everyone has an opportunity to be able to take advantage of the American dream and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and create whatever success you want. And they can't imagine a world where people have been discriminated against or, or dismissed or, or diminished because of the color of their skin or because of their gender. 
And when I tell stories about how I have had people call me arrogant and angry and, um, and, 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 and the N-word and dismiss me as being unqualified be to be in the room because I'm a woman or because I'm black, and they look at me and they say, I never understood that this was a thing, that this actually happened to people. Most times our perceptions and our perspectives don't change unless we or someone that we know that we're close to actually experiences something. And that's really unfortunate because I can tell you there are so many people who get involved with a cause only after that issue has touched them. People who have lost a family member to drug abuse or to domestic violence or have been a part of domestic violence or who have, have been um, sick or who have pre-existing conditions, when you experience it for yourself, then your perspective and your perception of it shift, shifts and now you have a greater understanding of what that issue is or what that circumstance is. And as a result, you are going to think about it differently. You're going to be more engaged. You're going to be more committed. You're going to be more interested. You're going to be more open to hearing about different things. But what if we didn't wait until we actually had to go through it to think about it differently? What if we didn't have to rely on the lesson of experience to cause us to be more empathetic and to be more open-minded? What if we didn't draw a line in the sand immediately and say, this is where the buck stops and this is what I think and what I believe and that's all there is to it until it slaps us upside the head and smacks us straight between the eyes. These are the things that we have to consider and we need to think about. These are the things that causes us to start looking at life slightly differently Maybe instead of having to experience something for yourself before you learn the lesson, maybe you can learn the lesson vicariously by looking at someone else's experience. Maybe you can expand your thinking and your mindset to be able to be open to thinking about things from someone else's perspective by trying to walk in their shoes, by trying to understand based on what they are telling you and what they bring to the table. When we look at creating communities where everyone is welcome and everyone is supported and everyone belongs and everyone can be holy and fully and authentically themselves and speak their truth and live their truth without being dismissed and discarded, that takes empathy. That takes open-mindedness. That takes being willing to learn from their experience. That takes being willing to shift your perspective and your perception. Which now brings me to the final piece of the lessons learned through change. You. How are you taking advantage of change in your life? How are you taking advantage of shifts that happen in your life? How are you taking advantage of the potential of the lessons that you can learn through the circumstances of change and the situations of change? How are you becoming a better version of yourself? How are you growing? I jokingly tell people that I'm a Keisha 
because I'm on a new version every year. So I'm 49 right now. So Keisha 4.9, this is how she is. This is what she believes. This is how she's grown. This is how she's better. What version are you on? Or are you a advanced in years, but fundamentally you're still version 2.0, still thinking the way you thought at 20? Or if you're 40, you're still thinking, you know, version 2.3 or 2.9 or 3.0. How are you growing and learning and developing? How are you opening yourself up to understanding that there's so much more to this than just you, but you can use this to make yourself better? What are you learning from change? What lessons are you gaining by going through the process? When trauma hits us, when upheaval hits us, when chaos hits us, when there is shifts in the ways in which we were, we were comfortable and now we're, 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 we're catapulted out of or pulled out of our comfort zones and have to get into a whole new way of thinking about things. How are we growing through all of this? If you don't learn certain lessons, you're doomed to repeat the same circumstances until you learn the lessons in front of you. If you are unwilling to be open to the, to the possibility that there's a better way of doing things or a different way of doing things, then you're gonna constantly keep repeating the same cycle. Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. How many of us do things the same way based on an old way of thinking or an old perspective or an old mindset. And as a result, we don't get any further. We don't move any farther. We don't move the needle at all. If you are thinking about things and the world is dynamic, it's constantly changing and evolving and things are happening so quickly. But if you are interpreting today's events and today's change through yesterday's model or years or centuries ago, that model that didn't even imagine the things that we're capable of today. How are you helping yourself? What disservice are you doing to yourself? You have to be committed to learning, to learning lessons, to applying those lessons to you to your perspective, to your ways of thinking, to your ways of acting, your ways of thinking, your ways of being, your ways of doing, your ways of understanding, your ways of connecting, the relationships you build, the way in which you interact with people and the way you understand people. Fundamentally, who are you at your core and how does that core develop and evolve based on the circumstances and the situations that you find yourself in? I always try to build in reflection and reflection is just sitting still, being quiet, and thinking about one focusing question. What have I learned? What have I discovered? What is now clearer to me? How am I different? How am I better? Those are the things that you need to think about. The lessons of change fundamentally come down to you. What are you willing to learn? How are you willing to grow? How is your mind being opened? How are you being challenged? 
What is it about you that can become better as a result of this experience? Being equipped for change is not just about having the tools or the checklists or the policies or the procedures or the ways of doing things in order to manage a whole lot of balls in the air. The, the, the secret to managing change is not just being comfortable with the uncomfortable. The secret to managing change is how are you learning the lessons of change? How open are you being to seeing the opportunity that is un, unfolding as a result of change or through change? How are you embracing the challenge in front of you? How are you stepping up to a new level and how are you answering the call for a new level of responsibility, for a, a heightened awareness, for more action and activity and being more present? How are you evolving? How are you learning? How are you becoming better? How are you growing? Because fundamentally, change is always going to be a constant. But you are not. Even a tree that has a foundation of roots that are set in a certain location. It never moves, it never travels, it is always right where it is. But even a, a tree goes through different changes and different seasons as it grows, as it evolves. And so what you feed it, the amount of water it has, the amount of sunlight it has, the nutrients it has, whether it's in a storm, whether it's in a high stress environment, whether it is in an easy environment, whether it has pests that invade it, whether it has people that are pruning it and taking care of it, whatever it is, all of these factors directly impact the growth of that tree. You are like the tree. You're rooted and grounded in a foundation of who you are, but what you feed yourself whether or not you have pests and parasites, whether you nourish yourself accordingly, how you respond to different seasons, whether you have high stress or whether you have an easy, uh, comfortable existence, whether you're willing to cut some things off to prune because they're better, because they're dead and they have to be left behind. All of these things are important to learning from change, learning through change, learning because of change, you have to embrace the lessons of change. That's the only way that you're going to get better. That's the only way that you're going to find out what your limits are and surpass them. That's the only way in which you're going to find and be able to create success. That's the only way that you're going to be able to rise above the circumstances and the situations that are around you. So what lessons of change are you learning about the people that you interact with, about the relationships that you nurture, about your perspective and perception, how those need to shift? And what lessons of change are you learning and embracing and applying about you? I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has given you some food for thought. I hope that this has opened your mind to thinking about things in a new way and starting to think about your process of change in a way that is designed to help you and, and, and develop you instead of something that's meant to test you. 
I hope that this has helped you to think about the ways in which you interact with other people and the ways in which you engage and the things that you need to be open to shifting about your perspective and your perception. I hope you found this valuable. And please, please, by all means, tune in to my podcast, Mindset to Mastery. We're on twice a week on Thursdays and on Sundays on milehighradio.com, as well as finding us on Spotify and Spreaker and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and uh, Spotify and, um, and iHeartRadio and a number of other platforms. But you can also visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Click on the link for podcasts to be able to listen to the, the latest episodes, as well as being able to engage with me and set up an appointment for us to talk about ways in which I can assist you to navigate and embrace the process of change. I look forward to working with you. I look forward to assisting you and your organizations and your teams to develop a vision of success and to create a plan of action to help you cultivate and facilitate successful outcomes by embracing and managing change. This has been Keisha Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Thank you so much for listening. I don't take it lightly that you spend this time with me, and I am thoroughly honored for you to join me. So reach out, let me know how this has impacted you, and until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Bye-bye.